welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. And we've got some breaking news here. As dun, of dun, last dun, night, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Do you still watch Vanderpump much no, or not? That not much? really. But I mean, I follow what's, going, what's on. going on, but I don't watch the actual episodes. Well, oh, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> Is has been having an affair with Raquel. I literally can't believe this at all. I mean, I I'm not surprised that he was cheating. Yeah, like that he cheated, but that he was having a full blown affair. And I read that it was upwards of six yeah, months. Yeah, that's what James Kennedy, DJ James Kennedy, <laughs> was saying. And I'm. Literally just so blown away. I can't. And like I was trying. I don't have social media. So I was like trying to get on Twitter and look at all the memes and stuff. And they were pretty funny. (laughs) But I'm so shocked. And I feel so bad for Ariana. I do too. And I know she struggles with like her mental health. Mm -hmm. So I'm like so worried about her. She had to have been completely blindsided. I know. I don't know how she couldn't have been. And then even like this season, I think we're like two or three episodes in. He's all like, yeah, the restaurant is taking up a lot of my time and stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then he's in this new band. So it's like, sure, he was probably out yeah. doing whatever with Raquel. And like Ariana and Raquel were friends. Yeah. Which is so horrible. Like, I can't even. Well, Raquel's gone through a lot. I know. The friend group. She sure has. Cast. Both times. Yeah. I do. I don't feel bad for Raquel, but I really do think she's been struggling. Like you can see it in this episode, and she was just on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, and I didn't even think she looked good. Like she looked kind of out of it. Yeah, and everything. And I feel like she's going through a really hard time after her big breakup. But I man, girl, that yeah, that was just horrible. And then I saw um, it was a video from whatever publication and it was from their like Instagram or something from Halloween and the two of them were together and I don't know who was filming stuff maybe Ariana was there I have no idea Mm -hmm. but it looked like it was just Tom and Raquel (laughs) and I'm just like why were the two of you just Just hanging out like the writing was clearly on the wall I know it was hidden in plain sight it's just disgusting I mean I I don't know. I never really liked him that much. He just seemed a little grimy to me. I I did and I didn't I don't know it was weird but I am very shocked, though, that he did this to Ariana because he was so like, Ariana's Mm -hmm. the best thing ever. And I'm like, Kristen Doty is probably just living her best (laughs) life right now. She's like vindicated at last. Out of the two Toms, though, I like Tom Schwartz better. I do like him. I do feel like he gets a pass a lot. Yeah, he does. But I do think he seems nicer and less full of himself and yeah. I do think he's kind of like a maybe a people pleaser or something yeah. like he just doesn't like to be in conflict with people where Tom Sandoval is you know just fine with mm-hmm. yeah he's definitely more outspoken <laughs> yes. and I didn't even know he was doing a thing with a band like that was news to me well, the only reason I knew was from the show because yeah. they were talking about it. But he had a band before and they had like one song and they like filmed the music video on the show. The show. Well, but I, this is a different band. It said he was 
I don't know, it must have been last night, I think, yes. that he was performing. <laughs> and then people were chanting, like, Ariana. <laughs> Cheater. Yeah. And then he said, do you know what it feels like to be the most hated? I, First of all, that's Tom, very... there's a huge <laughs> population that has no idea who yes. you are. So <laughs> chill out. Like, you're not Casey Anthony. No. Don't put yourself on this level. No. And it almost felt like he liked that people yeah. were talking about him. I'm like, what is wrong and with you? Don't make a the, joke about this. The audacity to say, like, oh, we love her. We love Yeah. Her. Like, get what are you out of here. Clearly you don't because you've you been cheating have on her and living this complete double life. No, It was crazy. My mom sent me the headline and then... Um, I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. And then it was like, no, they were all talking yeah. about how he, like, it's just It was true. real. Like, it was wildfire. It was. It really was. Because it came up because I still get my e-news alerts. Yes. <laughs> so it popped up on my phone and I was, I was surprised, but not that surprised just because reality TV right. stars, you know. But then when as I was reading, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Whoa, this everybody is like has commented. It is happening right now. It was. I feel bad for James Kennedy, like, because what he said, he's like, I'm just sick reading this. Like, everything, things make so much more sense. Like, I feel bad for him. But at the same time, I think he's kind of. I know. I think like, I he, don't. <laughs> I know. I don't. I do, and I don't. Like you were saying, I do feel like Tom was his friend. Yeah. I mean, he helped him pay for the engagement yeah. for Raquel. Yeah. So it's like, what in the world? And I know, I'm sure the affair didn't, because that was like a couple a of while, years yeah. ago now. But it didn't overlap. No, but still, I'd be like, what? I know. <laughs> Speaking of James Kennedy, I thought I would share this. Do you remember Cameo? Yeah. Well, a couple years ago, did I already tell you this before? I don't Maybe it's know. been a while. Yeah, I feel My like... My husband got me one. <laughs> I think I do remember. <laughs> um, and he picked this person out, and it is a special message. <laughs> or if you don't know what Cameo is, you can pay, like, C and D list celebrities <laughs> to make a message for you. And this is the one my husband got, and this is from... DJ James Kennedy, a.k.a. White Kanye. <laughs> so here it is. What's going on, Hannah Palmer? It's your boy James Kennedy here from your favorite show, Vanderpump Rules. Brett says he's really sorry for peeing on you after he drank so much that time. Oh, aye, aye, aye. Brett, come on, come on, come on. But he says you're even now because he had to wipe you off your legs multiple times after having your son, Vincent. Well... Celebrations on Vincent. God bless Vincent. Um, Hey, Hannah, Brett loves you very much. So keep killing it. And keep loving Vanderpump. Come see me DJ sometime. Pump teenies. (laughs) There you have it. (laughs) From, you know, I was so surprised when I got that, but I just thought that was funny because I was thinking about it. I was like, oh my gosh, I still have that cameo. It actually is so cute, too. Like, the video of him doing it. Like, he, he, I don't know. Seeing him in that kind of like. I know. I I love to hate him. Like, he's yeah. definitely the perfect villain. Yeah. But I don't know. I still have a sweet. I feel like I'm like that with all the 
characters there. Like, I love to hate them mm-hmm. all. Well, and we just are so knowledgeable of yes. the truths <laughs> yeah. of reality <laughs> TV. So yes. we know how people can play the villain card yes. and can be, you know, like image crafting or they do things for ratings. So that's where whenever somebody is the quote unquote villain of a show. Yeah, it's like, are they really? Yeah, and I'm always skeptical and knowing like that isn't how they probably <laughs> right. really are. Yeah, and he's so sensitive. I mean, he cries yeah. about stuff. Anyway. Anyway, We don't yeah. have to talk about Vanderpump anymore. <laughs> By the time this comes out, there'll probably be way more probably. information about it. Yeah, we'll have to do an update if things yes. get juicier because I had read too that this is this morning I read this Ooh. that they are rep close to the show which who knows what that actually means said cameras are rolling and mm-hmm. more things are going to come to light oh boy. so there's I feel more like we to need the to just scrap this whole season and start from here <laughs> yeah i know well it'll be i might have to start watching because i, I want to know many how more, it, i know and now i feel like when i'm watching it i'm going to be reading between the lines yeah. for everything that's said and done so it'll be interesting oh and they were saying just, you know, how reality shows live off this type of drama. And somebody had commented, I don't know if it was somebody close to the show or whatever, but they said, oh, the cast should be thanking Raquel and Tom (laughs) because now there's already talks for a season 11, I think. Mm -hmm. Would that be the next one? Um, I think there would have been anyway. Yeah, I don't think this, and that's, uh, Ariana's life is probably ruined. Yeah, I I wonder if she'll stay with the show. I know. You know, I mean. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah, just because they were together for so long. I know, and like she (laughs) deleted her Instagram. Yeah. It's like, of course she did, because her that's nine years of her content is all him. And you know people are crazy and mm-hmm. they'll go back through so many pictures and they'll be commenting stuff oh, and yeah. her phone would just be blowing up and like yeah I don't no. blame and her. you don't even want to get the DMs from random no people friends or D-list celebrities <laughs> or whatever that are gonna be saying oh I support you like <laughs> I don't blame you. her for deleting no yeah um, I had something really funny and it re- embarrassing happen at work <laughs> So we uh, have like snacks that we'll put out. And so my one coworker who usually does all that was not in yet for the morning. And I said, oh, I'll be helpful and I'll just start putting out the snacks. And we have these jars and we'll take like pretzels or popcorn and put them in the jars. And we have little baggies and you can like fill up and Mm -hmm. take a snack with you. Well, um, I don't have a microwave and this is going to make me sound so stupid, but I'm just sharing it anyway. Um, I just don't have a microwave. It's not that I have any qualms against like the radioactivity or anything. It's just my place didn't come with one. And then now I've just been living without it and I feel I don't need it. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while since I've popped popcorn. I'm like trying to rationalize. Um, and I just was kind of half paying attention because I had other work to do. And I'm like, I'll just put this in and then it's easy. Well, I looked at the bag and I just saw where it said three minutes. And then I saw another thing where it said one and a half. And I'm like, okay, three minutes seems really long. So I'll put it in for two. Right. 
I didn't realize it was a mini bag of popcorn, <laughs> which I know again sounds stupid because how well, could I not know? But yeah, I didn't. I legitimately <laughs> didn't. So I put it in for two minutes. Everything was fine. You know, I hear it popping. I went into my office, yada yada, and then I heard it go off, and I went out into our little kitchen that area, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I burned the popcorn. Like, I could smell it, you know? Well, I really burned the popcorn. It was on fire. I opened it up and smoke just (laughs) everywhere. Like that was two minutes? Two minutes. That's kind of crazy. I thought so, too. But I guess with the mini bag, it was just too much. But, yeah, there was smoke just flooding out of the microwave. So I took the bag out, and I didn't even, I didn't know what to do. I stupidly opened it. I don't even know why I tried. A puff of smoke comes out of the bag right into my face. There's smoke just all around me. I'm crippled with laughter at this point. Because I'm embarrassed and don't know what that to do. That is one of the worst smells. Yes, I know. <laughs> and it stinks up I the know. whole place. So my other coworker, he was in his office down the hall, and he said all he could hear was <laughs> me going, "Oh." <laughs> Oh, and so he comes out and he's like, is everything okay? And then he just sees me doubled over. I can't even breathe. I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard. I threw away the popcorn um, bag into the garbage can. It's still smoking. Oh, my gosh. And then he's like, I don't think that we can keep this in here. Like, I'm going to take it out to the dumpster. He's dying laughing, too. Like, he can't believe I did this. And then I go over to the microwave because I had closed it. I open it up again. More smoke is coming out of the microwave. microwave. We open up the doors to like our main office area. It smells horrific. It's terrible. And then he was making the joke like I was Ryan from the office. (laughs) So then he was singing like Ryan started the fire. But then it was me. So, oh my goodness! It was I'm so surprised I got that. You know what? Those some microwaves are so powerful. It must have been that. Like and the some setting. are terrible. Like you warm it. Like the one we have at work, it's like five minutes and it's barely warm. That's but crazy. that one, uh, I, I But I feel <laughs> if I would have even put it on for a minute and a half, it I mean, still how did, burnt. Yeah, how did 30 <laughs> seconds? I don't know. I should have read the bag closer. I should have paid more attention, but I just, <laughs> and just again to like, talk myself up i can cook i can do <laughs> things for myself <laughs> but i burnt microwave popcorn and it was yeah. just embarrassing but that was my so then everybody that came in our office was like what it smells horrible in here i'm like i know i burnt popcorn <laughs> that is the worst smell like <laughs> it was the whole day Ugh terrible i know i can't i won't live that one down (laughs) (laughs) you're like you're fired from popping popcorn no i won't do it anymore i literally (laughs) embarrassing yeah i can't so i have a question yes (laughs) so a couple years ago or not that long ago we found out that the hollywood walk of fame to get a star you had to pay like this crazy amount of money but how do you actually, like, do you just put in a request? I don't know. I mean, I've or never actually looked that up. But I, who was it that recently got There's a been star? a couple of people, like Ryan, or not Ryan Reynolds. 
<laughs> the Jonas Brothers, and there are so many else. There was it was a f- I'm thinking of a female who just got it. Um, oh my gosh, who was There's that? There's been a few. Like, I can't remember, but she was on a talk show, and I like watched this, and somebody was saying, "Oh, you got your star in the Walk of Fame," and she said, "Yeah, I finally paid for it," <laughs> and I had forgotten that that was yeah when the it way just it went. came out yeah. Which I think is weird. I just don't understand how any of that works. Like you... And how did it work before? I know. And did they always pay for it? Or can you just... Like if I paid whatever the amount was, could I it just have a star? <laughs> I don't like that. No. It took away the magic for me. Like I thought that was an honor that me you too. got. And why... Why is it such a big... Oh, it was Courtney Cox. Yes, that is who it yeah. was. There's a... Jonas Brothers, Courtney Cox, and there's somebody else that just got one, too. It was a male celebrity, I remember. Um, But I don't understand, then, why you would want your whole family there, all these people that have supported you. Yeah, why? There has to be something else, you know? Is there? Like, do you need a certain amount of accolades? I don't, I don't know either. I, don't know. I was just wondering if you knew. No, not. <laughs> but now I do want to, <laughs> to um, research, research it. it. <laughs> can we, maybe we can just pay for it ourselves. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> How much money? <laughs> was this it like 50000 or something? Okay, I just Googled this and this is from Wikipedia. So, oh my God, this says, this is from now the actual Walk of Fame website. Can anyone buy a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? There is a $50,000 sponsorship fee upon selection. The fee is used to pay for the creation and installation as well as maintenance of the star. But then Wikipedia says anyone, including fans, can nominate anyone active in the field of entertainment as long as the nominee or their management approves the nomination. They must have a minimum of five years experience in the category for which they are nominated and a history of charitable contributions oh so there are stipulations i guess that yeah interesting and then there's a whole procedure which (laughs) i'm not gonna go into that whole detail because i don't feel like reading all this right now but there's a deadline for when oh, wow. people can be nominated, and then I guess they select. So I guess it's more than just you pay. and Yeah. But still. It's so weird, though, that you pay. <laughs> I Maybe you always had to do that. Maybe. I don't know. It must. We just 50, finally 000. found out. That's a lot, That's a lot of money. money. <laughs> um, going to be rich, rich. <laughs> I know. Um, I also, I had shared this with you yesterday, I think, I don't want to get into the whole Selena Gomez, Haley Bieber, mm, Kendall yeah, Jenner drama. But what I shared with you was how she said she was taking a social media break. But then like two Post days later, again. she's posting on social media. And it just made me think about social media breaks in general. Yes. And how it is really challenging for celebrities because right first of all they have sponsorship commitments mm-hmm. and all that stuff and they feel like they have this connection to their fans or their right. fans feel like they owe it to them and all this stuff but it's literally is an addiction for them too right I feel. to get the likes yeah to yeah i know and it, she just what she posted was 
something so trivial I guess yeah. like just I mean it was cute you know her and her sister out fishing whatever but why did she feel the need to post that right and I know you can get on social media without you know reading things yeah. you can just like post and walk away but it was just weird that she said I'm gonna take a break and then post it again yeah and it made me think of like Ed Sheeran a few weeks ago maybe a month now, how he put out a post and said, I, I know I've been like not very good on this platform or social media in general for the last couple of years. And I've been going through a lot of changes in my life, but you know, I'm bad. I'm going to be posting more content now and yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But like, it made me realize, and again, we've said it before, but neither of us have social media. So we're not fully Engaged, Right. But I guess the stuff that he was posting was just surface level promotional for his albums or tours Mm -hmm. or whatever. And he had to be on it, but like didn't want to be. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of crazy in itself. Yeah. And it just made me think of like us, like when we went off social media and it was kind of hard at first it definitely was like just and you just automatically grab your phone and click an app and pull it up even if you're not really paying attention to anything you just it's It's, like a reflex yeah it, it is a reflex so i just found that interesting And I think that's a good segue into what we want to talk about with boundaries. Yes. Are you good at setting boundaries? Um, Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get better. Like there's some boundaries that I'm good about and then others Mm -hmm. that I'm not. And then some boundaries that I have that I'm like, do I need to have this boundary? Why? Are you good at setting boundaries? Uh, No. No? Okay. (laughs) Definitely not. I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm thinking about them more and what I feel comfortable doing. Um, But it's so challenging because (laughs) you don't want to hurt people's feelings. And I just feel like people pleasing a lot of the time. You just always find yourself doing things you don't want to do. Yeah. Or that don't make you comfortable. I mean, it's good to get out and do things you're uncomfortable with. But if something is a situation that is triggering you. Why do that? Yeah. Yeah. Why put yourself in that situation? Exactly. I think I didn't really realize that I needed boundaries in my life until more recently, like in the past maybe year, Mm -hmm. maybe two, probably not two. But yeah, I didn't realize how important they were. Yes. And when we were kind of thinking about just this topic, it made me think about boundaries that I set with myself Mm -hmm. and then boundaries that I set with other people. So like the social media stuff, that was a hard boundary that I set with myself. Yes. And I'm like, I this is not good for my mental health. Yes. I'm done with this. I'm not going to do it. And at first I deleted the apps on my phone, but didn't delete accounts. Right. Because I'm like, (laughs) well, maybe I'll come back to it. But then I after a year, I think I decided, no, why do I even need this? So I fully deleted Mm -hmm. the accounts that I had. And then now it's kind of challenging because when we're trying to get in 
and promote our podcast. Yes. Like, I don't want to get back into social media. <laughs> so I'm trying to just like, okay, I'm going to go in and only mm-hmm. post our stuff and get off. I'm not going to scroll. Yes. Because it'll just take up <laughs> so much time of my life. Yes. No, I totally agree with something like that, especially when it comes to social media. Social media and for me, um, work email. Mm, so I don't that's know if a good you one. have that at, for work or not. not. I mean, yes, but not. not. Yeah. To the extent that you would. Yeah. So, yeah, we I use email a lot in my job, and I have my email connected to my phone, mm-hmm. which I didn't really... It's most really, convenient, though. I know. Like, I didn't really want to do it, but then because of what I do, I felt like I needed to. Yes. And... But I have it where I can turn off, you know, the notifications or, you know, what I want to see at certain times. Anyway, so... I'll find myself like when I get home from work, I just left work like an hour ago and I'll already (laughs) go in and turn back on my work email to see if there's anything in there that I need to, that's important that I need to respond to. And sometimes this is the (laughs) thing that's kind of funny. I'll read the email but then pretend I didn't read it, mark it as unread, and then like exit out and like hide that email again. <laughs> so like I, I didn't read it technically. Yeah, I don't have to respond right now. <laughs> but that's something that I do. I try. I'm trying to get better at with a boundary for myself, especially on the weekends. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to check this all the time. No, there's no nothing is that important. I'm right. not that important. <laughs> like, just no. I was listening to a podcast and a therapist was on there and um, she said something I thought was really interesting, too, is that boundaries aren't supposed to be punishments for people. And I do think a lot of the time, especially family members, when you do try to set a little bit of a boundary, they are taking it as, oh, well, you're mad at me. or You don't like me. And. That is so challenging, too. So then you end up, like, going back on the boundary that Mm -hmm. you set. And then there's no boundary, and you're the one who is getting punished, basically. Right. (laughs) Instead of them. And we're, like, making ourselves feel bad about it. Exactly. Like, if you are in a situation you don't want to be a part of, and you keep getting, like, manipulated into it, and it's like, no, this makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I need to stop putting myself in that situation. Yes. That's where I have, too, with, like, taking a break from some people. Mm-hmm. Like, there are definitely times where I've spent more time or less time with certain family members or friends that I have or acquaintances, and I'm just, like, it's not that I don't like you, right? but I just... Can't be with certain people all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and I just need a break. Like, I just don't want to do things with you all the time. Like, I just Mm -hmm. can't do it. And for me, I really enjoy alone time. And when people start to overtake that, I do get very sulky and, like, grumpy. And I might get a little snippy with people because I am upset. And I feel like you're not listening to me when I'm telling you I need space. Mm -hmm. Or I can't tell you I need space because it'll hurt your feelings. I think that that's kind of... I mean, it is an us problem, right? Because (laughs) the two of us do... We are people pleasers. Yes. (laughs) So if someone says 
like, oh, well, do you not want to do something with me? Or, hey, right. do you want to do something this weekend? And in my head, I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> because I've just either had enough of you right now or I just need me time, mm-hmm. like you said. But then when they ask again or when they just the way they word it or right. say it, it's like I feel guilty and then yes. I end up caving. Yep, or you think you can't tell somebody how you're feeling because it'll hurt their feelings, even though it's not supposed to be like that, but they're going to take it that way. So you end up just doing the thing you don't want to do or being in the situation you don't want to be in. Yeah, but in reality, that is me just thinking that that's the way it's going to be. Right. When like if I would just say, hey, no. I just, I need some me time. Like if I was just (laughs) honest, the person would probably, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they'd be mad. For the most part. But yeah, they probably would respect that. Yeah. If you were just like, hey, I'm just not up for it this weekend. But I feel like I can't. I know, me too. (laughs) Because I just want to please people. And I just just want to do whatever they want to do. That's the other boundary. I have a hard time saying no. Yes. And I'm trying to get better with that. Like, with personal life and with work Mm -hmm. because I just have such a hard time if someone asks me to do something and I have a lot on my plate already I have a hard time saying no I can't do that right now (laughs) but I need to stand up for myself and and say like no I'm overloaded no this is a boundary I can't do that like there's nothing wrong with saying no no there isn't but it feels it feels feels like there is (laughs) I know or something I think I am okay at is when I don't want to talk about something. Yes. And sometimes I just shut down, which is not, mm. and I don't use my words, which is not healthy or beneficial. I know. I do that too. <laughs> but I've been getting better, especially mm-hmm. if I have a conflicting view with somebody else. Yes. And instead of like, I don't want to fight about it. I'm no. not trying to fight about it, but maybe that other person is. And I try to just say, I hear what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to have this conversation. Right. Like, I don't want to go down this road because it's going to upset me more <laughs> or we're not going to get the resolve. And right. I, I just, I don't want to do this. I'm not having this conversation. Yes. And sometimes people respond to that negatively because (laughs) then they're like, well, you can't even talk about it. No, I can talk about it, but I'm choosing not to. Yes, because it's not going anywhere between me and you. Yeah. Please respect that. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely feel that way, too, if there is things, sometimes personal things, too, I don't really like talking about. And I can even think of a time where I was going through something and I did not want to be around certain people. And I was manipulated into going into that situation. And I was hurt even more because of some... Well, okay. I'll get a little vulnerable. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I had experienced pregnancy loss and I was still coming to terms with it and there was a situation where there's people that I just did not want to be around in that situation and I didn't want to talk about what had happened and I was guilted and manipulated and even now when I think about that that's what I remember most from that loss well then when I went there and I kept saying you know I don't feel good I don't want to be there 
And when I got there, somebody announced that they were pregnant. Oh, my God. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I said I did not want to be here. And yeah. now I'm hurt even more. And it wasn't that I wasn't happy for them. It was that. You, you were know, going through I, something. Yes. And I didn't want to talk about it. And sure, I could have said, you know, I just experienced this loss and I don't want to be around people right now and I don't want to talk about it. But why should I have to come up with the perfect excuse yeah. that you will allow me not to go? Right. It's like I shouldn't have to talk about it. I should just be able to say no. Right. I don't want to go. And that should be enough. <laughs> yes. Why do I have to justify it? I, you even had that situation similar to where they kept asking you about your birthday and you yes. were like, I don't want to talk about it. And they wouldn't leave you alone. And it's like, yeah, respect. I know. Yeah. And what I said, like, not obviously not on the same level as pregnancy loss, well, but I just Still. don't. Yeah, I don't like celebrating my birthday for like right. a, a lot of different reasons. Like it just, I don't really like getting older right. for different reasons, not just for vanity, <laughs> but it just, I don't know. For me, my birthday is a time to reflect yes. on my life and <laughs> I don't really like doing that right now. Right. So I just don't want, and I don't, I also just don't like a lot of attention on me no. either. I hate that. So yeah, I was at a event with coworkers and they kept to asking me about my birthday and when it was and I didn't want to tell people when my birthday was because I don't want it to be made a big deal. Right. And I kept trying to respectfully say no. Like, no. <laughs> and then I finally caved and said when it was. And then they're like, we're going to do because I'm turning 30 this year. We both are. Dun, but dun, dun. I know me. <laughs> but um, they kept saying they're going to do all this stuff and at work in my office. And I said, I will be legitimately upset yeah. if you do that. Like I straight up said, please yeah. do not. And they were not letting it go, which I think is Horrible. You're yeah. like, I am telling you, no. Yeah, like, and not trying to be a butthead. Like, right. just respect it. Right. And at respect. first, I was being a little more, like, jovial and joking about it. And ha, ha, ha. This is yeah. funny. But then it got to a point, And, like, same with you. At first, you're probably trying to be, like, more kind. Like, right. no, I don't really want to go. And then it gets to a point where you're just like... like Enough. I don't want you to do this. I don't want to yes. go. Like, why are you not hearing me? Like, I was yes. very curt and it still didn't deter them. No, which I think is just crazy. Even, you know, in that situation on our way there, I was in the car so mad. Like, why am I going to something I don't want to go to? Like, I couldn't even wrap my head around it. I'm like, why is this not good enough yeah. for these people? Like, I'm telling you, no, <laughs> respect it. I know. But again, that's kind of an us problem that we yes. do get, we allow ourselves to be manipulated yes. in that way. But it's also because we don't want to cause other problems with Yeah, people. and I don't want to hurt other people by not doing something or whatever, but I instead got hurt more. Yeah. And it's, why was that fair to me? So I'm going out of my way trying not to hurt other people. And they're just destroyed. Hurting you left and right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then did anybody even, like, say anything to you? I don't, it was a few years, well, it was probably... 
don't know, was, four years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, so I don't really remember, but I do remember I was grumpy and everyone was playing games. And I was like, I don't want to play games. I don't want to be here. And I looked like this horrible, mean, grouchy yeah. person when actually I was going through something. Instead, they were just thinking about themselves. Like, people don't just be mean to be mean a lot of the time. Yeah. Some people do, but it's I wasn't trying to be mean. I wanted to be at home and in processing. In, in that yeah, in that moment you just needed alone time. Yeah. And maybe like cuz when you did have that pregnancy loss, like I think it was cuz I was living in San Francisco yeah. at the time and you didn't even tell me yeah. until like later. I don't even know how long later. Yeah. But you needed time yourself before you were ready yes, to kind of talk, to about, talk it. about it. And even when you told me, you were just like, I don't really want to talk about this, but this, this happened. happened. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, I didn't, we didn't, I don't know. It was just a weird time in our, both of our <laughs> lives, but um, we didn't even talk about it more no. because, and then, like, I literally don't even think we've ever brought it up <laughs> since I don't, until I, just now. Well, when we were thinking about this boundaries topic, I was thinking of instances, and that was one of the ones that came up. And I feel like I don't talk about it because that situation was so clouded yeah. by the lack of respect. And I guess sort of what it told me, too, was nobody cares what I'm going through. Yeah. <laughs> It's whatever they want. Yeah. Which, again, is the people pleasing. And it just felt like, okay, nobody cares, even if I did say it. You and know. that just makes you feel just even dismissed. worse. Yeah, it yeah. was like so dismissed. And again, nobody knew. But I didn't feel like I should have had to tell them. It should have been good enough for me to just say no. <laughs> yeah. Well, it should. Yeah. But and people don't. If you would have said something, too, like people wouldn't have just respected oh okay like you, you know, told me this I appreciate you telling me this right. I'm so sorry right. you don't want to talk about it more right now that's fine like right. it would have just been like oh how are you doing oh, oh don't do you want to talk about oh I had this happen to me you know like yeah which it's fine but sometimes it's like no I just want us to think about it myself yeah I I think that's hard for people to understand I too and I when somebody's setting a boundary or telling you know about something, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you should just respect it. Well, and everybody's different. <laughs> they some, are. Some people want to scream at the top of the roof what happens to them. And some people like to process it and then maybe talk about it. Yeah. I think both of us mm -hmm. are more people who <laughs> need to reflect. We reflect but then never, never talk. talk. Tell anybody. Yeah, it's like I might be able to work through it myself. Yeah. Like, oh, that came up again. I guess I'm kind of worked through it. Yeah. But I definitely don't talk to people about personal stuff like that because I feel like it just, I don't know if I don't like being vulnerable with, around people or I just don't think people are going to care. I think for me, I think it's both. Yeah, that could and it does seem like even when we have conversations with people, it's like they we ask about them and yeah, they never ask I know. about us. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I'm just not going to get into it with you. Right. Yeah. I've had that so many times, especially with people that I thought I was really close with. Right. That now that I'm older and just realizing stuff <laughs> that um it's the year of realizing things <laughs> that um i'm just seeing things like relationships for how they really are yeah like i'm seeing oh yeah 
I actually am the one that's always asking you about things or I am the one that's making the effort to see you or to reach out. And you never ask me about my job. You never ask me about how work, like a struggle that I had. So then now I don't even share things. Yes. Like I had something really traumatic happen to me like in September at work Mm -hmm. and I told you about it like immediately and it was really, really horrible. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't even know how to process that, but that was a time where I felt like I really had to talk about it because I couldn't even process. But anyway, some people I didn't even tell at all what happened, like that were friends close to me. I didn't even say. think are close to you. Because I realized they're not going to give me the support that I need in this moment. They're not actually going to care. And I actually saw one of the people like two, actually, I think it was the day after it happened. Right. And I was so checked out. Like it Mm -hmm. was, I was so not myself at all. And I was at this meeting and that person didn't even even (laughs) say anything to me. You're like, do not care at all. Or you can't even see past anything you're going through to realize I'm going through yeah. something. I mean, it was so clear that I was so upset. distraught and yeah. upset. And I don't know, maybe this is just we are more in tune to how other people feel and are right. more apathetic. Like, I don't know. Maybe that is just like I'm projecting how I think I would react right. on somebody else. But if the roles were reversed, yes. like I 100% would have said, hey, is everything yeah. okay? Especially with that person. Yes. So, yeah, and I never even, even now, like, I never even told them that I went through that because right. I'm just like, I don't care. You're not going <laughs> to care. I feel like yeah. you're going to care. And I do think of some people when you're talking to them, when they try to, like, relate to you, they, it feels more like they're competing. Yes. When you're talking about, oh, well, I knew somebody who went through that or yeah. I went through that and this is how I felt and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Okay, that's good that we can relate to each other, but that's, I want to talk about yeah this. And I've learned that, I mean, it's something that I kind of knew, but like not, I fully didn't understand how right. impactful it can be on somebody, I guess. You think that you are being relatable and that right. you, you trying to share your own experience is helpful to that person. Yes. Sometimes it is. Sometimes, yeah, a lot of the times it is. Yeah. But sometimes people just need to talk. Right. And the timing of when you yes. share, I think, is really important. And also knowing that something that you went through and how you got through it Mm -hmm. is not the same as how someone else is going through it. Even if the situation is the same, how you react and how you process and feel is not the same. And when you're just saying like, oh yeah, well this is what I did and this helped me and blah, blah, blah. blah, That isn't what people want to hear sometimes. (laughs) Like, I just need you to listen. Right. And listening is hard for people. It is very hard because we are so consumed in ourselves mm-hmm. all the time that it can be very hard to just sit there and listen to what somebody's telling you and react in a supportive way. I think that we are good listeners. I think I'm a very good listener. Yeah. And so are you. You think? <laughs> yeah. I think that, and I'm a good 
active listener too. Yeah. Like I'm not like I genuinely about else. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm genuinely taking in what somebody's telling mm-hmm. me and I'm conscious of like their body language or yeah. things that they're not saying. Right. Like I'm I'm conscious of that. And I guess it's just me understanding that not everybody has that skill. Right. Or <laughs> yes. and I think it is kind of it's learned, but also you naturally have that. Yeah, I agree. But not we're not all the same, but it's just frustrating when like we react some ways or we know what we need in a moment mm-hmm. and the people that we think know us so well yes don't even know how to talk to us or listen or (laughs) react at all so yes it is tough but that's where we need to set our boundaries and in those moments maybe my boundary isn't really that healthy because I am just shutting down with those people (laughs) but it's because I'm trying to protect myself really exactly why would I if I know that person's not going to respond in the way I need them to why should I tell them yeah and um, I know even in my marriage and stuff, I've gotten a lot better about being like, this is what upset me. Mm-hmm. Remember when I would just shut down and not speak to him for three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, no, that really made me mad. Yeah. Like I had a situation that happened with my dad recently where I was so frustrated <laughs> and I did. I just shut myself down because mm-hmm. I didn't want to keep going with this like conflict that we were having and I was trying to process exactly how I was feeling about the whole thing and it was like two weeks I think that I was being very short and not really wanting to talk to him and then finally of course I was the one that bridged (laughs) the gap and finally said hey like this is what upset me but like everything's fine now but it's still the communication I think our communication styles are just different yes so the way I would have liked that to have been resolved it didn't happen right and the (laughs) but the way that he handled it he thought he was doing it right you know and I guess that's just he doesn't realize how I communicate maybe (laughs) and I don't know but that's just frustrating because I'm it like, how do you not know? <laughs> just do what I need yeah. you to do. You can't just read my mind. <laughs> I do think it's important, though, too. I, other people need to be receptive to boundaries and like what you're saying, too, because I feel like a lot of times they're just not. There's definitely a certain people I know I can't talk to yeah, because I know they're not going to be receptive in certain ways. Another thing I think is really important, too, is physical boundaries yeah. and what you're comfortable with. And we've been teaching my um, oldest child that, you know, just because you or somebody gets you something, you don't have to give them physical affection mm-hmm. to show gratitude. You still need to be grateful. But if you don't want to, and he's been in so many situations where someone has been trying to like force physical affection on him and it makes him really upset. Yeah. And we've been telling him, you know, you can say no. And we also said, sometimes you do want to hug somebody and sometimes you don't. And that's totally okay. And even he now is saying, um, I want to give you a hug today, but sometimes I don't want to. (laughs) And we even have a book too that's like, yes means yes and anything else means no. And it's just so important for 
a boy to understand that now for when he's older and if nobody's respecting his physical boundaries he's not gonna respect someone else's else's. so i'm we're really trying it seems like it's getting through i mean he's only almost four yeah (laughs) um i just do think that's so important and i know some people have even looked at me like, oh, he won't hug me. You know, it's like he doesn't want to. I'm not going to force him to hug people he doesn't want to hug. And trust me, he rejects me all the time. <laughs> it's not a personal thing. And yeah. some people, like my youngest child, might be super affectionate with yeah. everyone. But maybe my older one just, that's not his love language, maybe. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe he will be in a year. Yeah. Like, you don't so know. right now, yeah. he's just... No, he likes yeah. being able to say no, and it's his body, and people need to respect that. Yeah, I think you're spot on because with young boys, it's important to teach that early, just mm-hmm. that yes means yes, and everything else means no. Like, yes. there literally is no gray area. Like, no. And it is, you were totally right. If people respect, his wishes and his body, then he's more likely to respect other people's. Yeah, and have that understanding of no means no. Yeah. Or sometimes I do want a hug and you can ask for a hug. Yeah, yeah. I have been, it's like not the same, but just with people's things. Yeah. Like I've been more cognizant of that recently. Yes. Where like, just an example, I use work examples a lot, but I'm at work, you know, the majority (laughs) of my life. Um, (laughs) So with people that I'm working with, uh, they'll come in and like they might ask a question and they'll bring in their laptop or something. And I'll say like, instead of just jumping in and like touching their stuff, I'll say, is it okay if I like you go on your mouse pad and and touch your laptop? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And if they said no, you know, I would respect that. But I find myself like, hold on, I need to ask. Yes. I've been more aware of that too. Or even with a child. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, can I pick you up? Yeah. And if they're open to it, you know, and just even with adults too, it's like, can I hug you? Yeah. Or, Which yeah. I never say that to anyone because no. I never <laughs> like, or I'll hug you. Yeah. You don't hug me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Don't put your arms around yeah. me, but I'm going to put mine around you. But I do think it is very important with people's stuff too. And, or can I hand this to you? Yeah. I know one of my coworkers is more, um, affectionate and yeah. not in a weird way at all right. it's just like or you know <laughs> celebratory yeah like or oh you're going through something but she always asks yes. and I think she is very good at respecting boundaries and mm-hmm. she knows how I am and it's yes. not like I'm not like a anti-physical touch at all but it's just like I'm not one that's super affectionate and huggy with random people like that's just not the way I am but she always will say like can I come into your personal space like do you mind (laughs) if I give you a hug that's so great that she does that yeah and she is like you know our parents age yeah and I think that's like when you talk about your son it's not the way like our parents no. or our grandparents were raised. Yeah, I was so like, you gave that relative a hug. Yeah. You gave them a kiss. Yeah, and it's uh, there's a huge difference between like disrespect yes. and just 
no, I'm not comfortable doing that yes. right now. Whereas, like, I think sometimes older generations just see it as straight up disrespect. Yeah, and or you don't like me. Yeah. Or, and it's like, no, it's, yeah, I was going to say that, too, is I this is the first time I'm even really hearing the words boundaries mm-hmm. and, like, gaslighting and all that stuff. We did not talk about that. No, and it existed. Yeah. It, they all existed. It, it just wasn't anything that we No, and I don't even think it was something I was even taught either. Like, I don't remember conversations about boundaries because people just weren't talking about it then. And I think it's really cool that we're talking about it. I do, too. And I think that it helps like with your sons to teach them that now or even just younger people that we come in contact with, like it helps them have more self-respect. It does. And then when you have more self-respect, you're more likely to treat others with respect yeah. or you you attract people who are going to treat you with yes. respect. Like if you don't set boundaries with yourself, then people are just going to use you and take advantage of mm-hmm. you in all aspects of life, like with work, with like relationships, with everything. Yeah. And so you have to set those boundaries. You have to have respect for yourself. And it does start early. And that's why it's harder it is. for us to try <laughs> yes. and create those now at this yeah, point. In because our life. it was not a part of our lives. No. Boundaries setting and <laughs> it no. just wasn't. There were so many times where it was like, go give uncle so and so a hug. And I just I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't even like know them that well. Why do I need to do that? And even thinking back, like why did why did you want me to do that like it's just it was like the the respectful way of showing gratitude but there's so many other ways even when I have see like a kid that's saying goodbye like give everyone a hug and I just look at that kid as they have to go around Around and and hug hug everyone I'm like oh no (laughs) and then I feel uncomfortable hugging them because I'm like I hope you want this hug I know I just yeah, that makes me uncomfortable too. Like being the receiver of the know, hug. The and I sometimes am like, okay, I didn't really need this myself, but here look, you go. Pat, pat, pat. Like, all right, go away now. Yeah. <laughs> and it means so much more when like my son will come up to me and give me a hug all on his own. Yeah. It's like, oh, instead of me being like, please hug me. I know. It's like me and my husband have even talked about doing that less. It's like, he's saying no. Leave him back yeah. off, you know, when he needs to. That's I his know. body. He did that to me one time a while ago when I was leaving and <laughs> gave me a hug on his own. And I was yeah. like, oh, you See, care it was like about he me? wanted to do that. Yeah. I know. And it's so much more meaningful. But yeah, and I don't ever get hurt. Like, I think, no. I mean, I am not one that needs or wants a lot of that kind of attention right. anyway but like anytime I was leaving here like I I don't think before we even talked about these boundaries that you're working on with your son like I never was forceful with that right and I'm just like okay I'm leaving I'll see you later <laughs> see you. and he always says bye right but you know and especially like kids are playing and they I know they don't want to just yeah. be held up by that but yeah, that's interesting. It's so good that you're teaching that, though. I know. I'm. That's one thing I'm doing right. <laughs> you're doing. You're doing a lot of things right, but I think that's just a really big it is. one. It is even not even just for boys, but for girls. Yeah. Like you don't have to hug creepy old guy 
Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to. Yeah. I don't want a creepy old Yeah. Guy. Creepy old un- great uncle so-and-so <laughs> that you've met one time for five yes. minutes. And just because somebody's in your family does not mean they're a good person either. So. Yeah. So, but. you yeah, don't feel obligated to give them any type no. of affection like yes. that. Yeah. Well, I think this was a good conversation about boundaries. I know. we. It's good to talk about it. it I is. like talking about it. because we talk it, about it again sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and our progress and different boundaries that mm-hmm. we're trying. There's always room to grow. Yes, so, there is. Yeah. So, um, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a recommendation? <laughs> oh, I have yes, to think yes. of one. Um, so this week I am just going to go ahead and recommend <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Um, it's going to get juicy this season, <laughs> even without all this extra drama. So let's all watch it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I guess I will stay on the show theme for all recommendations. Right. Mine is, is older, though. Um, I've been watching ER on Hulu. Oh, yes. And I just... I could talk. This could be a whole nother topic. ER versus Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> but ER is just so freaking good. It is. Me and my stepsister in the summer times, we would watch Charmed and then ER. And we, I mean, it just all summer long. Yeah. And <laughs> it, the storylines are great. I feel like I am actually in a hospital ER. Yes. And if you haven't watched that, I know this is a throwback because it is <laughs> an older show. But if you haven't Still watched so it, I would recommend. And also, if you're somebody that like does a lot of work from home or computer work or something and like to have things on in the background, it's a great one because there are a lot of seasons. <laughs> so yes, It will take you a long time to get through. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, um, make sure that you check us out. We are on Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Um, we're on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you find your podcasts. You can hear us. You can hear us. And check us out on TikTok because we're on there too. <laughs> we're uh, working on that. <laughs> we are learning. We're like... So we're struggling. The, the generational yeah. curve. <laughs> we're trying. But we are learning and we hope we'll get to... better. Yeah, get better and post like more engaging content on there. So yeah. uh, keep a lookout for that. And uh, rate us review us and subscribe thank you thank you